Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susanna Wexby is cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 8th of October, the 281st day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 84 days until the end of 2022. Have you ever heard someone say it was a Pyrrhic victory? It means you won, but at such a high cost, it really wasn't much of a victory. Well, we say that because of a Greek who was born on this day in 319 before Common Era or BCE. His name, I suppose you've guessed it, Pyrrhus. He was a king during the Hellenistic period, one of the strongest opponents of early Rome, and is considered one of the greatest generals in antiquity. When he was congratulated for winning the Battle of Asculum, a battle with the Romans which cost many Greek lives, he said, If we are victorious in one more battle with the Romans, we shall be utterly ruined. And there you have it, a Pyrrhic victory. And listen to what else he's famous for. The idea that the touch of a monarch could heal all wounds. According to the famous historian Pliny the Elder, Pyrrhus's great toe on his right foot cured diseases of the spleen by merely touching the patient. At his death, his toe was put in a coffer, but we don't know in which temple, and I'm not making this up. Now, don't you feel richer knowing that? I know I do. A magic toe. Imagine! Stop. Sit, relax, listen. This is the Sound Kitchen. On this day in 1150, Narapati Situ was born. Historians consider Narapati Situ to be the last important king of the Pagan dynasty of Burma, now known as Myanmar. His reign was peaceful and prosperous. While he was king, Burmese became the primary written language and a code of law was established. You can still see temples and pagodas which were built when he led the empire. And I love this. On his deathbed, at age 73, he placed the hands of his five sons on his chest and enjoined them to rule with mercy and justice and to live together in brotherly love. There were no fights between the brothers. However, Narapati Situ was the last important king of Pagan. The Pagan Empire reached its peak during his reign and gradually declined after his death. This is the Sound Kitchen and Susan Owensby's cooking. I've got my colleague Sweet Fitz, also known as Michael Fitzpatrick, here with me, raring to go with the bonus question answers on the listener's corner. But first, 
The Quiz. On the 10th of September, I asked you a question about an article written by RFI English journalist Zenit Hansrod. Kenya Supreme Court rules no foul play in 2022 elections and upholds Ruto's win. Kenya held their presidential poll on the 9th of August. William Ruto of the United Democratic Alliance won 50.49% of the vote, narrowly defeating Raila Odinga from the Azimio party, who won 48.85% of the votes. As noted in the title of Zenith's article, William Ruto's victory was upheld. He was inaugurated on the 13th of September as the country's fifth president. I asked you to tell me how many times Raila Odinga has run for president of Kenya. Michael, want to give the answer? No problem. It was his fifth attempt, and he said it would be his last time. Well, the man is 77 years of age, after all. In addition to the quiz question, there was, of course, the bonus question, and this week aimed at our male listeners. It was, what would you do if you were a woman for a week, and what would your name be? You'll hear the answers later on in the program on The Listener's Corner, so be sure to stay with us. The winners of this week's quiz are... RFI Listener's Club member and Faith. Full Sound Kitchen participant, Jayanta Chakrabarti from New Delhi, India. Jayanta is also the winner of this week's bonus question. Jayanta wrote, play acting a woman for a week would be so much fun. As a woman, I will always have the advantage. I can make my man, husband, dance to my tune. Making him happy or miserable depends on my behavior and attitude, but... I am of a sober type. My only wish would be to keep my family happy. I will feel contented when the house is full of joy and laughter. I will be satisfied with what God has given me. The gift of love and care is more than any material value. I would love to call myself Lakshmi, an Indian word meaning abundance, beauty, and prosperity, a lady who embodies grace and charm. <laughs> ah, Gianta, there's a saying in America, happy wife, happy life. Did you hear that, husbands? Be sweet. The other winners this week, all men, all answered the bonus question, which you'll hear a little bit later in the show. There are some good ones. There are RFI Listeners Club members Muhammad Nasir from Katsina State in Nigeria, Sahadat Hossein from Kishoreganj, Bangladesh, Muhammad Shamim from Kerala State in India, and Muhammad is also the president of the Golden Eagles RFI Club, and last but not least, RFI English listener Sajad Hossein from Joypurhat, Bangladesh. Congratulations to our gentlemen winners this week, and thanks for participating. Thanks also, of course, to each and every one of you who wrote in, man, woman, and child. It's 
the Nobel Prize season, as you've noted on our website, rfienglish.com. Today's question is quite simple, but you won't be able to answer it yet. The winner won't be announced until this coming Monday, the 10th of October. Bet you can guess what the question is, Kamcha. Yep. Who won the Nobel Peace Prize? Be sure and take a look at our website this coming Monday and answer me this. Who won this year's Nobel Peace Prize and why? Michael, what's this week's bonus question? A kind of a, a romantic one. What do you remember about your first kiss? Were you wowed? Were you disappointed? Was it really romantic or just kind of yuck? Me. It was yuck. I was totally grossed out and wondered, what is up with all the fuss over this? Ooh. What about you, Fitz? <laughs> well, that's going back a while, so I frankly can't remember. I, I think my nose got in the way. <laughs> I do, however, have a clear memory of my first glass of beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Irish for nothing. You have until the 31st of October to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 5th of November to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. This is Sun Kitchen. I am Jose Baptiste. I come from Guadalupe. Bienvenue. Listener's Corner. Take it away, Michael. Well, today you'll hear the gentleman listener's answers to the bonus question, which was, what would you do if you were a woman for a week, and what would your name be? Last week, Sharifa Akhtar Pana said if she were a man, she would like to be her husband, a Shahadot, and she would tell him to take care of his children. Well, Shahadot, that's the husband, answers this week, and he says he would like to be his wife, and he would be her for a week. As he writes, she works hard all day. She does all the housework and takes care of the children. I want to be a lady and do these things. I want to feel her tireless work and pain. Good man, Sahadat, your hot dinners are secure for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Other gentlemen felt the same about the women around them. Radha Krishna Pillai wrote that he too would like to be his wife for a week and do all her chores. And he would have her name, Padmini. Sajad Hussain said he would be his mother. Kazidatul Kabra. He wrote that her entire life is dedicated to her children, that their troubles are hers, and that he would like to be her and feel how difficult it is for her to take care of them. 
Kashif Khalil would be his favorite teacher as a child, Rubina. Kashif wrote, she was a strict teacher, but very funny and caring. She was disciplined, punctual, very polite, and always ready to help her students. She was a very good listener, and she treated all the students equally. Rubina taught me confidence, Kashif Khalil wrote. She taught me how to work hard, and I am thankful to her for that. She taught me how to stand on my own feet, and she gave me wings to face the world. Thanks to her, I'm very confident today. Well, two gentlemen would be political figures. Mohammed Likon would be Margaret Thatcher, the former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Her nickname was, you'll remember, the Iron Lady, which appears to be the aspect that Mohammed likes most about her, how she maintained her strength even though surrounded by men. Uh, Saleh Likon would be Queen Elizabeth II because, as he wrote, she was the most powerful woman in the world and travelled the globe without a passport. The advantages of royalty. Ah, yes. Karuna Kantapal said his name would be Karuna Moyipal and said that were he a member of the fairer sex, he would like to perform a women's dance on stage. And he would go to places where only ladies are allowed. That would change your life, Karuna. What we say when men aren't around would probably raise your hair. Speaking of fair, Rasha Duzaman would be Audrey Hepburn. She is still, as he wrote, my fair lady. Me too, Raju. She was so beautiful. That neck. Audrey Hepburn had a long and graceful neck. We are not all granted that, but many amongst us have had ungraceful and large protruding stomachs. Muhammad Nasir wrote that one week of being a woman isn't enough because he wants to know how we feel when we're pregnant, especially during the last trimester. I think I can speak for most of my sisters who have waited for a baby, Muhammad. We feel exhausted, heavy, uncomfortable, impatient, excited and frightened at the same time, and usually hungry, hungry, hungry but you can't eat much because the baby is pressing on your stomach and you feel kind of sick after. It's so much fun. All women, of course, are <laughs> remarkable and accomplished in their own ways. But how about those who are publicly known for their accomplishments? One such is Marie Curie, the first woman to win a Nobel Prize and the first person and the only woman to win the Nobel Prize twice. And if that wasn't enough, she's also the only person to ever win the Nobel Prize in two different scientific fields. Abu Saleh would be Marie Curie, who for him, as he wrote, was one of the most talented women of all time. Well, how about the tennis star Serena Williams? That's who Raihan Ali would be. Ms. Williams, as Raihan noted, won 23 Grand Slam singles titles. That's the most by any player in the modern Open era and the second most of all time. Saidul Islam would be Mother Teresa. Saidul wrote, She was a noble woman, and for seven days I would like to observe how hard her life was. Mogiri Machuki thinks being a woman for a week would make him a better person. Why? Well, this is what he wrote. If I were a woman for one week, I would be rational in situations where men just give up. Women do understand emotions, but they are not driven by the emotions either. Being in her shoes, I would navigate the world of love as she feels it and possibly understand why a lady loves this guy and not another guy. 
I'm sure I'd be a better person after just one week because I'd have learned a lot about women, both the bad and the beautiful, and I could relate to them better, understanding how they are. Mogire noted his name would be Valerine Nayaboke, Nayaboke being a traditional name in Kisi, Kenya. And uh, Mogiri, if you figure out why a lady loves one guy and not another, will you let me know? Because I'm not sure any of us know. <laughs> Under the flattery will get you everywhere theme, both Muhammad Shamim and Muhammad Aksan said their names would be Susan Owensby. And they would host a radio show called The Sound Kitchen. Gentlemen, believe me, I love doing this show, and I know how fortunate I am to be able to do it. I have a question for you both. Assuming you were me and the host of this show that is so fun to do, what would you do differently? In fact, I wouldn't mind having the answer to that question from all of you. Were you to be the host of The Sound Kitchen, what would you do differently? Is there something you'd like for me to do that I don't? Is there something I do that you don't like? Tell me. I can take it. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. There's a bit of listener news before we go, though. There are four new members of the NAS RFI and Internet Fan Club in Faisalabad, Pakistan. Rashid Naz is the president. They are Razak Shahid, Master Mahbub Ahmad, Syed Shakil Haider Bukhari, and Rashid Kamar. Welcome. I look forward to hearing about all your club's activities with your expanded membership and, of course, seeing your names on the Sound Kitchen quizzes and the bonus questions. Thanks, everyone, for participating, and a special thanks to Sweet Fits for hanging out in the kitchen with us. Uh, thank you. As always, it was a pleasure. Goodbye. I am Nazimuddin. Hello from RFI International DX Radio Listeners Club, Murshidabad, India. This is the Sound Kitchen and Susan Oynesby is cooking. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining us in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many thanks to Jan Bordelas for mixing the show. Thanks to Michael Fitzpatrick for sitting in, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure and tune in next week for the answer to the question about Alice Diop's César Award for Best Short Film. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends. Erwan's off this week, so I thought I'd play a piece of music by the great jazz man Pepper Adams, who was born on this day. He left us, however, in 1986. Known as one of the greatest baritone saxophone players of his generation, he composed 42 pieces, was the leader on 18 albums spanning 28 years, and participated in 600 sessions as a sideman. This is his composition, High Step. Hope you like it. Talk to you all next week. Bye.